Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Talking about favorites, this first guest today is a favorite. He ran for mayor. He should have won. He should have won because he was the guy that was saying all the right things, a man of conviction, a man that has spent the better part of four decades protecting New Yorkers, not somebody looking to appease both sides like Eric Adams. And on top of that, as much as I brag about myself on radio, and some of that's just shtick, this guy really is a legend in this business. And he does a great job weekends here at WABC. For some reason, live this morning from the great state of Florida, here he is, my friend Curtis Sliwa. Good morning, Curtis. How are you, buddy? Bernie and Sid, this is God's country. I may never come back. I may never come back. Oh, my God, there's freedom. No masks. People moving around. Former New Yorkers, former New Jersey, Connecticut residents, they've all flocked down here. Bernie? I may never come back. Yeah, you've called me Bernie twice. That's odd. We know each other for about 25 years. That's okay. Bernie's out today. He's at the hospital. But that's, but I tell you what, Curtis, what's funny is you would join me on my Miami radio shows when I was down there, and you would make fun of me. You're like, oh, look at you, hanging out with the Alta Cockers, going for dinner at 4.30 in the afternoon. When are you coming back to a real city? And now today you're telling me I should go back to Florida. Which one is it? Sid, you are so right. Uh, Maya Copa, Maya Copa, Maya Maxima Copa. Forgive me. This, I, I tell you, i never seen so many New Yorkers, folks from Jersey and Connecticut in my life, who are brand new to coming down here. They have fled the city. They have fled the surrounding areas. And because the quality of life is so good down here, it's DeSantis land. You don't have all the craziness of what's going on with Holcomb. And I call her Holcomb because that means nonsense with Adams flip-flopping all over the place. It's a good quality of life. And people, they're staying here. They're not just coming down here briefly. They're staying here. And I've been traveling all the good parts, the bad parts, the places that I love to be, like Riviera Beach, Avenue West with the Guardian Angels, thumping those thugs, parts of West Palm Beach, Lake Worth. But I'm also here in Palm Beach. I'll be uh, uh, tonight, I'll be over in Hollywood. You know, with the Canadians and the Puerto Ricans, I, I just I'm stayed doing the whole tour. Yeah, I just stayed in Hollywood a couple of weeks ago. I stayed at the gorgeous Diplomat Hotel. In fact, the Michigan football team was staying there before their game against Georgia and Riviera Beach. You know, of course, that uh, the folks that have followed me throughout my career, we refer to them as citizens, SID citizens. And the guy that dubbed that, Gabriel Sori, is a longtime sit man who lives in Riviera Beach. I used to work there in Palm Beach about uh, four miles away. So I know all those areas very, very well. It is gorgeous. There's no doubt about it. Even the bad areas, Curtis, in Florida are nice compared to some of the better areas here in New York. But, but. You are coming home eventually. You're still a New Yorker. And I got to tell you, Curtis, 40 days in since this guy beat you, I can't imagine anyone who's going to be rational and fair saying the right guy won because nothing has changed. In fact, Curtis, it's gotten worse. Yes, it has. And uh, as I sat with Rudy Giuliani yesterday, I did a half hour of his broadcast from his bathroom, his (laughs) bacow. His bathroom, Sid. 
is bigger than my apartment on the Upper West Side with my 16 cats. And, and he was looking at me, and he said, Curtis, even I didn't think it would get this bad. Wow. These first five weeks are worse than any five weeks of the eight, week, eight years of de Blasio, and it's just getting worse and worse. And all you had is a mayor the other day who was putting on a cooking show and talking about whether he eats fish or not eat yeah, I saw you that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring him back uh, a dead fish right here from the Atlantic Ocean wrapped in the Miami Herald. What do you think about that, Jim? I love it. I did. I saw Eric Adame, who does the weather on New York One, trying to make the quote-unquote mayor's chili as uh, people are getting bashed over the base and killed in the streets right outside my studios. I couldn't believe that either. But, hey, listen, uh, he's starting to say some things now that people want to hear. He was very angry yesterday about bail reform, and he wants to change that. Alvin Bragg, although he's lying, he's seemingly doing a 180. So they may all be phonies. I think they are all phonies, every one of them. But they're starting to say things now, Curtis, to try to appease people like me and you who are very angry. Do you think there's any any real credibility behind that, or are they complete phonies? Come on, Sid. Eric Adams advertised himself as a law and order candidate. You remember he said from day one, uh, we're going to get stuff done. Everything is centered around public safety. What have you been doing for five weeks for running around having press conferences in your Ferragamos and your customized suits? And by the way, who's paying for that? You couldn't afford that on a Brooklyn Borough president's salary. But the bottom line is you got to get results. Nowadays, people, they go into their CVS or Dwayne Reed, they get their swag bag. They call it the Alvin Bragg swag bag, <laughs> and they go up and down through the aisles, and they're just looting, and they're shoplifting. And look it, even Al Slim Shady Sharpton said yesterday, Eric, I can't get my toothpaste That's in right. Dwayne <laughs> Reed because right. it's all locked up. Yeah. Now, when Al Slim Shady Sharpton, starts complaining about crime. You better do something, Eric, and knock it off with the fish. Oh, I'm a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> Who the hell cares what the hell you are? Right. You're supposed to be the law and order mayor. Instead, you get less law and all disorder, and it's got to stop. Curtis Sliwa, live from the state of Florida this morning. You know, racism, that word is a word we hear every day on WABC because it's all over the place, whether it's what's going on in New York City. The Super Bowl comes our way on Sunday, and, and now Roger Goodell is talking racism inside the National Football League. And I have to tell you, Curtis, that one night way back when, February of 2016, when I first got back to New York, I wasn't even here a month yet, and you took me on the trains with your guardian angel folks to the worst parts of Brooklyn. In fact, I remember seeing your mom, God rest her soul, at the end of that night. What a sweet lady. And I have to tell you that what really, uh, what, what I remember most about that night was all the black people that came up to you in the trains and hugged you and kissed you and thanked you for protecting their neighborhoods. I remember telling Bernie the next day, what racism? All I saw were black people thanking Curtis Sliwa for protecting them for all these decades. So my question to you is very simple. Are we as racist as the media and these folks depict us to be, or is that completely overblown? Overblown, and in fact, uh, if you remember, all during the campaign, Eric Adams called me a racist. Yes. You can call me a lot of things, Sid. You can't call me a racist. But the best thing was, come on, the best thing was, I need my brother Bernard 
to run my security detail because uh, I'm threatened by white supremacists. So you know what I did? Because I tried to make amends with this mayor who called me a racist. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond, which was having a white sheet sale. I stood there a whole week in the aisles yeah. looking for white supremacists in New York. And you know what I came up with, uh, uh, Sid? Ugat. Ugat. Bumpkiss. Yep. Nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, people do say to me, though, look, we understand, Sid, while you go on the air and, and you bash Eric Adams. But the truth is, is that there is a personal vendetta there because Eric Adams refused to come on your radio show. And I've admitted, I've admitted that I am angry about that, that you cannot be the mayor of this city and, and, and fight for this city and be scared of Sid Rosenberg. You just can't do it. And in your respect, it's kind of the same thing. You're critical of Eric Adams, but he beat you in the race for mayor. So people say, well, Sid and Curtis, they come from a place of butt hurt. So therefore, what they say is probably a bit overdramatic. What do you think about that? Ha! Look at the crime stats. Look, every precinct in the city, except for Central Park. You and I said we'd be safe in a little sliver of Central Park. The crime has skyrocketed. Uh, skyrocketed. Are we out of our minds? Eric Adams has had five weeks to do something, show some results in terms of preventing crime. He's done nothing but styling and profiling. Stop the press conferences. Stop the cooking shows. Get out there. Motivate your cops because, Sid, I'm telling you, the cops are not motivated. Every time he goes out there, he says, well, none of you should live in the suburbs. You should live in the city. By the way, when I was at the 103rd Precinct as a kid, I got the bejeebers beaten out of me. If I hear that story one more time, I'm going to say to myself, hey, you know why? You got arrested, you and your brother, for breaking into a stripper prostitute's house and robbing her. Wow. Tell the real story and stop this down, Slow down a second. When you said my brother Bernard earlier, I think listeners probably thought you were talking about my co-host Bernard. But for folks that don't know, Eric Adams' brother, his name is actually Bernard, and he did try to hire him based on this nonsense to protect him from white supremacists. But what did you just say, a story about a prostitute? Give me the details on that. Yeah, remember for years he would tell this story, the narrative, when he was first running, that he had got arrested, brought to the 103rd Precinct, and beaten up in the basement by two white cops to the point that he was bleeding, and then he went to Spotford for a day. And I said to myself, now wait a second. Uh, What what, what, did they just pick him up because they wanted to beat up two uh, young black men? Of course not. What he had done was he had been delivering, this is his story now, Sid, and you're a street guy, uh, He said he was bringing groceries to a stripper slash hooker who had broken her leg, and then she didn't want to pay him. So he and his brother figured, wait a second, she won't pay us? We'll break into her apartment when she's on the pole at the strip club, and we'll rob her for the money that we're owed. That's why he got arrested with his brother. That's why he got taken to the 103rd Precinct. Said, I never believed that story. I'm a street smart guy. You're a street smart guy. Stop this narrative where you keep bashing the cops. Motivate them. Elevate them so they can go and do the job that they were sworn into duty to do. They need to be motivated. I've never seen their morale so low. And that's the number one thing that Eric Adams and his police commissioner have to do. Let them know your cops. We're taking the handcuffs off of you. Go put them on the criminals. We got your back. They're not saying that. That story you just said, you know, there's been a lot of talk that uh, Greg Kelly, 
Greg Kelly is the other host on this station. He's like me. Uh, me and Greg Kelly bash Eric Adams all day long. Greg's goes back to his father, the courageous and heroic Ray Kelly, when he was the commissioner for the NYPD. And uh, Eric Adams called him a racist. He's called Woody Giuliani a racist. He's called you a racist. That's what Eric Adams does. But there was a story about that, the whole prostitution thing. And there are folks that at least have said over the last couple of weeks that Greg Kelly has a whopper, a big story about Eric Adams, which he has not revealed just yet. Something tells me you just revealed it. (laughs) And that story, uh, was there a personal relationship between Adams and this prostitute, at least according to to this story and those sources, it was just what was the relationship between him and this prostitute? Come on, you know he was uh, snacking on the side. He was getting free treats, and it wasn't Fruit Loops uh, or anything like that. That's what you do. You're a clocker. You're a steerer. You get the Johns to go into somebody's house as they service them, and then you expect to be remunerated with some money. Now, I don't know what kind of a deal him and his brother had with the stripper slash hooker that he has finally acknowledged this story about. But remember, the narrative always changes with Eric Adams. He says, I'm the imperfect, not perfect Eric Adams. (laughs) You're damn right about that. Forget all these stories. Forget the narrative. Just go out there and make our city safe again. Because I'm thinking right now, like so many other New Yorkers, those from Jersey and Connecticut, I'm staying here in Florida. It's God's country. <laughs> it's funny. freedom. It's what? freedom land. I know. I, when are you supposed to come back if you do come back? No, I'm coming back Friday night because i got to do the weekend schedule where it's all Curtis all the time. I have the Lunar New Year's Parade in Chinatown because, as you know, we've been patrolling Chinatown to save the Asians who have been attacked. 368% increase, 360% increase of attacks on your peeps, the Jewish people. Yep. And then Sunday, Sid, it's our 43rd anniversary wow. of the Guardian Angels. February wow. 13th, 1979, I started that. Dating all the way back to that McDonald's up in the Bronx, yes? Yes, and that's why I'm visiting the Guardian Angels down in Fort Lauderdale. Miami, Liberty City, Overtown. Yep. Oh, I'm doing it up with the homies down here <laughs> as they put their AK-47s in the air like they just don't care. I know those uh, areas very, very well, working down in Miami for the better part of 11 years. Anyway, Curtis, this was one of your best appearances ever, so thank you so much for calling in. Enjoy the rest of your time in sunny, beautiful South Florida. I'll see you this weekend, pal. Thank you so much. And please, I apologize to you for making fun of you for being down in Florida. All our people are down here, Sid. All of our people are down here. Oh, you used to break my balls. Thank you, Curtis. He would call in, and he'd be like, oh, look at you with the Arthur Conquerors. When are you coming back? I said, when you get me back. And who knew, as I was saying that, that Curtis Sleva was in Chad Lopez's office saying, hey, don't be stupid. Bring Sid back. And uh, as he told you a couple of weeks ago, Chad Lopez showed some courage, a lot of courage, and did what a lot of program directors wanted to do but wouldn't do it. And he brought me back, and they have been reaping the dividends ever since. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. That was an amazing appearance by Curtis Lee. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.